Hey guys, Clay Edwards here. I want to tell you real quick about RC Lawn Care. My buddy Richard Coley is going to be the guy you need to contact for all of your lawn maintenance needs. You can reach him at 601-502-3529. They offer roof-to-curb service, blowing off the roof, gutter cleaning, basic lawn care, including mow, trim, edge, and blow, full lawn cleanup, trash removal, garden supplies delivered, pine straw installs, driveway, and sidewalk pressure washing. If grass is growing, you need RC Lawn Care mowing. Again, 601-502-3529. Richard Coley at RC Lawn Care. Proud sponsor of the Clay Edwards Show podcast. All right, we're back. I'm live. After a little brief vacation, this is the Free Range Human Show of Choice, your daily dose of reality radio. This is the Clay Edwards Show. I am, of course, Clay Edwards. I am live here in the 103.9 FM WYAB studios. It's the King Kong Morning Talk Radio. Most incendiary show on these here airwaves. It is, what is the date? And after a good long weekend, tend to forget, June 27th. Pride Month is almost over. Thank God. Y'all have gayed me out. I mean, when they're going to change the name of Pride Month, just open pedophilia month. Because that's all this has devolved into. It's just open pedophilia. Pedophilia support month is all Pride Month has turned into. It's disgusting, and you're disgusting if you support it. It It is not what it once was. It is open pedophilia month. We're here, we're queer, we're coming for your children, is what they're chanting in parades. Say it again. We're here, we're queer, we're coming for your children. They said, no, we're not coming for your children. They are coming for your children. They don't make their own, because, you know, science, (laughs) biology. They recruit yours. They groom yours. They're here. They're queer. They're coming for your children. Those are their words, not mine. Those are their words. Not some redneck, bigot, homophobic radio host. That's their words. Let's jump straight in. This is from the New York Post. Revelers at a New York City Pride Parade on Sunday sounded off on a controversial chant by LGBTQ activists. With some saying the shouts of, we're here, we're queer, we're coming for your children, could spark more gay anti-gay hate. Oh, you think? Oh, you think? The chant yelled Friday at the annual drag march in the East Village was seen as a misguided joke by some parade attendees who wondered whether it would hurt the cause more than it helped. <laughs> Again, you think? Quote, I don't think it was the right group or the right time to make a joke about that, said Angela Gizo, a mom from Cold Spring, New York, who went to the parade with her son, Matthew, who came out at 12, who came out 12 years ago. <sighs> Quote, they're in danger every day, Gizo told the Post, referencing recent attacks on drag shows and the gay community as a whole. They're bullied. They're harassed, they're beaten, 
and they're killed. And that's not the, the and that's not the right time to make a joke. I don't know what the purpose was. I don't know what their mindset was, but it just but it's just adding fuel to the fire. Where are gay people being beaten and killed at for having drag shows? I'm not saying when you have these drag shows for children that you shouldn't be. But where is it actually happening yet? They keep telling us that the LGBTQ LMNOP mafia are in danger. Hell, I'm in danger from them. They're telling us we're here, we're queer, we're coming for your children. Who's in danger? It doesn't sound like they feel too threatened. It does not sound like they feel too threatened. Could you imagine? Could you imagine for a second if some conservative group, straight pride, I don't make something up, was marching through the streets, chanting something similar, but about converting them? I don't know. Just imagine something that's not gay. They'd be losing their minds. They'd be losing their minds. Let me continue. This is again from the New York Post. But others were more cavalier and dismissed the chant as harmless, as a harmless jab at anti-gay activists who falsely accused those in the LGBT LMNOP community of being pedophiles and child groomers. Who falsely accuse? Who falsely accuse them of being pedophiles and child groomers? MF for please. They, we just, the last time I was on the air, I think it was Friday, I read a story, or I played a story about some just tr- tragic tragic stuff going on in Boston where four or five children were found in a transgender trap house with one dead tranny and a bunch of dope. They ain't coming for your kids. What are you, what's wrong with you, bigot? They don't want your children. Yes, they do. Yes, you do. You got to go through me first. You're going to have to get me first. And I promise I promise you're going to get all you want. F-A-F-O. You fire, you're going to foe. You have my word on that, on my dead body. You fire, you will foe. Let's continue reading this abomination. Quote, it's all in good fun, says Kelly Altarina. Man, they got some weird names up there. A longtime parade veteran who called herself a huge supporter of drag. If you're talking like, if you're taking it like that, I ain't taking it no way from y'all. I can assure you, if you're taking it like that, then that's then that's a you problem, not a us problem. You're telling us we're here, we're queer, we're coming for your children. What way am I supposed to take it, Kelly? What way am I supposed to take it? No, 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 no. Not that way. No, 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 no. Not today, Satan. Still, neither the controversy nor the humidity, rain, and bad weather could put a damper on the NYC Pride March spectacle. 
Nearly 2 million rainbow bed-checked, rainbow bed-checked revelers of all ages flooded Manhattan streets, cheering as the thousands strong procession of folks and floats marched by in the largest celebration of its kind in North America. They got gay cheerleaders, gay dogs, gay earrings, naked men. Men, there's a, okay, to the point. Why does it have to be so sexualized? Right in front of children, this should be child pornography. This should be exposing yourself to children is what the charges should be. There's a fat dude here. I, I guess it's a guy. Wearing a thong. Rainbow, of course. Marching, marching through the streets of New York. And it says, the march commemorates the 1969 riots at the Stonewall Inn in Greenwich Village, which was widely considered the birth of the gay rights movement. <clears throat> the smell of marijuana and sweat hung thick in the muggy air as the rainbow-laden dogs dressed in pride shirts and colorful flowers on their ears bounded down the streets. Music was everywhere, and excited revelers even cheered for the New York Public Library reps who yelled to the crowd that anyone can read. I I don't know. I'm not going to go on with this. I'll share it. I'll share it in uh, the Clay Edwards Show Facebook group. If you want to go see all the pictures, go to Facebook, type in Clay Edwards Show, and it'll be the link to this New York Post story will be in there. If you want to chime in this morning, the Guns and Gear text line is 769... Y'all, it's been a long weekend. 
he was ticketed and uh, charged with indecent exposure, uh, and they even tried to, to to take the charge to some sort of like a sex crime. Now it was it was late at night, no no school was in session, none of this stuff. But you got these people that are marching, they're doing all this other stuff, half naked, some naked in front of children, and nothing is done about it. Yeah, no yeah. charges. No, nothing. No, look, and here's the deal. People can say, oh, Clay, that's New York. They're crazy up there. They did the same exact thing at the Pride Parade in Jackson last year. I don't know if they had one this year or not. They had a big Pride event. Right down there at the two museums, there was a drag show on state property, and I got on this show and I raised seven levels of hell about it, and nobody said or did anything. Here in in Mississippi. In the public, for everybody to see, and you can do something as simple as Take a leak, man. You know, and, and man, and the charges were dropped, you know, but the thing is, it's what he was facing. He would have had to re- register as a sex offender. A sex offender. Where was it you at? People, uh, in Mississippi. Okay. I mean, I hate that. I hate that for him because, I mean, you have to use common sense, and it sounds like somebody with some common sense stepped in. But to, yeah, your, but did, to, your, to your point, though, if that can be considered a sex offense, why the heck? Can't this be or isn't this? Exactly. I don't. I don't get it, man. I don't get it. I do not understand it, man. But tr- I'm just glad you know people are waking up and they're and they're listening to you, man. But some got to be done, man. Hey, got to be done. What is? What do you? What do you think an LGBTQ friendly hairstylist is? Bro, I don't know. I, I, I have no idea. I don't either, man. I, I, and now, of course, it's become a joke. I'm sitting here looking in the Facebook group. Now people want an LGBTQ-friendly dog walker. One guy says he wants an LGBTQ-friendly mechanic because so, he wants a squattish truck. <laughs> so it's getting out of hand quick. But look, Ryan, appreciate you, brother, man. Have a good week. Yes, sir. You do the same. All right. Peace. Bye. All right. Let's take a break real quick. Come back. I, I, I'm on this for a minute. We're going to talk about a lot of stuff. I missed yesterday. The uh, Pearl Carnival got shut down over some nonsense. I'm, I got I have thoughts on that as well. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We'll be right back on 103.9 FM WYAB2. The Clay Edwards Show. We're live here on 103.9 FM WYAB. Streaming worldwide at WYAB.com as well as on the TuneIn app. Just search WYAB. If you miss any of these segments, you want to go back, want to send it to a friend, let them check it out. That opening rant, it will be available as a standalone podcast. Uh, just search Clay Edwards Show wherever you download podcasts or stream music. Or worst case scenario, go to my website, clayedwardsshow.com. And uh, the most, the five most recent podcasts are on the home screen there. And there's links to go everywhere to find everything. I try to keep it all consolidated right there. It's not something to update daily, but the, uh, <clears throat> the embedded podcast player, it stays updated itself with the five most recent podcasts. So, again, worst case scenario, clayedwardshow.com. No the, just clayedwardshow.com. All right, this segment is going to be brought to you by our friends over at A1 Gear and Auto. I'm going to be getting by there today to see them myself. Right here, Highway 49 in Florence. If you need your, if your check engine light's on, if your car's making a funny noise, if your air ain't working good, or for some reason you think you need a heater, in the summertime, and it ain't working, they got you covered at A1 Gear and Auto. I would think if you need a heater right now, all you just need to do is not cut your air on. <laughs> just don't cut your air. Roll your windows down. Got all the heater you want. God forbid you have a sunroof. But uh, all joking aside, 
If you have any issues with your vehicle, get by there in Florence, Mississippi, Highway 49 South, A1 Gear and Auto. But look, what they really specialize in is your ring and pinion and uh, your transfer case. The gears between your wheels and tires that make your car go. For y'all that don't know what ring and pinion and transfer cases are, they got you covered. They're going to handle all that stuff. They've been the industry leader for over 15 plus years here in central Mississippi. If you have any issues, get by there and see them. You're hearing a roaring sound. You probably have some ring and pinion issues going on. Uh, if your car's lacking power, you may have a ring and pinion issue going on. If it's slipping, it ain't always your transmission. It could be something in your rear end, especially if you, if you kind of get on it and it kicks a little to one side. That's a rear end issue. Get by there. See them at A1 Gear and Auto. Uh, if, you've, if you've upgraded wheels and tires, you put some big wheels and tires on your vehicle, you squatted it, whatever. I just got back from scraping the coast. I saw an awful lot of squatted vehicles. You're going to have some ring opinion issues, and you're going to need to get by A1 Gear and Auto and let them check them out for you. Right there, Highway 49 South in Florence. Go see Justin and the team today. Let them know Clay Edwards sent you. All right. Let's see here. Eric chimes in on the Guns of Gear text line and says, if you got a squatted truck, you need an LGBTQ-friendly mechanic. <laughs> man, look, I'm going to tell you, man, I have, I have not the, uh, I'm not anti-squatted truck. It ain't my thing. But it's clearly the popular thing in the custom vehicle world right now. We went to scraping the coast this weekend. Well, let me rephrase that. We went to the coast this weekend, and scraping just happened to be going on. So while there, we went to scraping, and uh, I paid the admission. We went in, took a bunch of – there was a bunch of cool vehicles there that weren't squatted. Um, <clears throat> I, it, look, it was still an awesome event. But clearly, the, the squatted vehicle thing, the Carolina squat or whatever they call it, it is the popular thing right now. And I look at it like this. For a few years now, I've thought, man, the kids are not younger. The younger generation just doesn't like custom vehicles. They just don't like it. You know, they ain't lowering their trucks. They're really not even lifting them anymore. Do they even care about trucks and cars and stuff? Are they even excited about getting their driver's licenses? Or they just want to sit around and play video games and swipe left, swipe right on Tinder all day? Play Mortal Kombat. You're not Mortal Kombat. Play uh, Gears of War. I don't know. Whatever video. I don't play video games. I dropped out of school because they had recess. I don't play games. Um, But, look, I'm excited that they, that they like the squatted trucks. I don't. But at least the custom car culture, custom vehicle culture, have got a new generation of people, you know, spending money with vendors, buying wheels, buying tires, buying stereo, getting their windows tinted at Lakeland Glass and Tent, all these things. You know, again, it ain't my cup of tea, but I'm glad to see people have picked up the mantle and they're running with it. I mean, people that I grew up in the 90s, early 90s, we we took little custom little Toyotas and Azuzus and Mazdas and we dropped them as close to the ground as we could get them. And this is before airbags. And we just had to deal with it. People that drove the hot rods and the generation before us thought we were crazy as hell. Lowering our trucks like that. They did not like us. We were little young punks. We're out starting fights. Raising hell. Guilty as charged. That's exactly what this current generation of squatted truck guys are doing. Guilty as charged. Oh well. You know, it ain't my thing. But, I mean, I'd much rather see a bag truck. 
laid out on frame than I would, or one jacked up in the air I can walk under. But again, teach their own. I ain't got to drive it. <clears throat> Which that brings me to my next point. Um, question of the day. Should window tint, because Biloxi police was giving people a hard time down there. I mean, they 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 really made it clear that they're they're fed up with custom car shows, and most of it was over window tint. Was at least their starting point. It was their uh, it was their probable cause to pull people over. I'm a big fan of dark window tint. I think I should be able to have my windows as dark as I want, and you shouldn't be able to say anything about it, especially if you can have yours as dark as you want. Police. You know, nobody supports police more than I do. I'm not saying people don't do it just as much, but I'm as loud and proud of a supporter of Back of the Blue and all that as anybody. But I think this one's BS. We should all be able to have our windows tinted as dark as you. And you should not be able to give us tickets for it. I think it's nonsense. And I know people say, oh, well, you know, when cops pull people over, you know, and they're, they're, kind of, they're walking up, coming around the vehicle, and the windows are really dark. They can't see in it. Bro, if somebody has made this is my personal opinion, I could be completely wrong on this. I and I, I leave the door open for that. If somebody has made if somebody has made their mind up that they're going to do something super foolish to a cop as he's walking up to the side of their vehicle, I don't think window tint is the deal breaker in that happening or not. The difference in five percent or zero percent or thirty five percent or no tint or whatever. I think somebody made their mind up to do something foolish. So my question of the day, should we have tent laws? I should be able to, because, you know, people are tenting their whole windshields now. Because the sun's so dang bright here. And headlights have gotten so bright. See, that's the flip side, too. Headlights have gotten so bright that people are having to tent their windshields to be able to see to drive at nighttime. And I'm one of them. I'm about to get a, have to get a new windshield on my car. I'm going to tent the whole windshield. I just am, and I'll deal with the tickets because a ticket is better than having a wreck head on because I can't or running off the road because the headlights are so bright at night I can't see. Should the ant text me on the guns and gear text line seven six nine two four one nineteen forty four? Should we have tent laws or should we throw this out the window? I know we got some car guys down there at the Capitol. I would love to see an, a, a law passed or an amendment or a law done away with. However, you take one off the books. Can we do that? Can we file an amendment to remove the tent law? Because a lot of foolish tickets were handed out this weekend by some overzealous cops over tent. And a lot of it, they, they rolled up on people in parking lots. And did it. They weren't even moving violations. They pulled up into private parking lots on private property and gave tickets for tent. I, I got a problem with that. I got a problem with that. Uh, let's see here. All right, no, so my buddy Greg tents windows, and he says um, on the guns and gear text line, some people doing 20% and below on full windshields is a bit much. Agreed. Agree. On a windshield, you need to be able to see. So, I, like on a windshield, I think thirty-five. I think that's fine. Side windows, I should be able to have my side windows as dark as I want. You know, here's the other thing too. You know, y'all may not know this. The only two windows 
that they can that they can say anything about. Well, your windshield, obviously, there's a little line on your windshields. You may not know that there's a little line on your windshield. Your tent's not supposed to come below that without a prescription from an eye doctor, which that's discrimination, in my opinion. Uh, who are you to decide if I need? I shouldn't have to go to an eye doctor to tell you my eyes are bad. I, I know my eyes are bad. But the only two, the only other two, the only two side windows they can say anything about are the driver, the front seat driver and passenger. If you got back doors, back windows in an SUV, all that, man, you could spray paint those black, and that's fine. But like for, but for some imaginary reason, those two are the only ones that matter. Let's take a call. Hey, you're on there. Hey, Clay, how you been? I'm good. Hey, man, I know what you're talking about with the tent window tents and being in the parking lot. My question is, what if them people were came from New Orleans or Mobile or Pensacola, and they come to Mississippi? What law takes precedent then? Were their cars registered or in Mississippi? Man, based on all the complaining I heard, they were there was no discrimination shown. If, if you had if you had illegal tent based on Mississippi law, that's what they that's how they wrote the ticket. Because in Alabama, I don't think we have any tent laws, and I don't believe Florida does neither. And I know Texas doesn't. I'm almost positive Florida doesn't. I'm almost positive. As, so hot, as, it, as hard, hot as it is here, there shouldn't be no tent laws. So if I'm going to a Saints game, and I leave Mobile, and I drive through the Mississippi coast, and I get pulled over, they give me a ticket for my tent. I don't know, hey, if, they, I, I don't know if they can, but I'm guessing that they do. Man, cops give tickets. I've known cops give tickets for stuff that wasn't even illegal, and would just put on other just so they could get some money. Especially do that when we be dating their ex-wife. That happened to me many years ago. Well, that's a different subject. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, anyway. I, I, yeah, I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to speak on that. I'm just that. You know, I know what I saw on the coast this weekend, and people that I personally know, they got tickets for tent when they, they were sitting in private parking lots. I think it's. I think it's a line too far. Well, you know, in private parking lots, so that's the case. Handicap deals ought to be legal to write tickets for them, too, because that's private property. Yeah, look, I, I know. The truth. I, I agree. Hey, look, I had somebody back into me one time on private property. I tried to get a police report done on it, and they told me couldn't do nothing about it. It was on private property. Same thing happened to me. I had a dude jump off Metro Loop, hit my car when I was in that Trust Smart bank, totaled it, and JPD would not write nothing up. Yeah, but if you've been parked in a handicap, they would have. Yeah, yeah. Or if you've been parked at the front door in the fire lane, they would have. And they would write it up for nothing. And he was he was hammer slammed. He was drunk. And they they did they didn't do a damn thing to it. They yeah. got right back in the car and whoever picked him up and went off and we both went off on tow trucks. Yeah, they were also writing tickets for down there. Actually, they weren't just writing tickets; they were having your vehicle towed if your front fog lights were more than forty inches off the ground or something. I, some some. Uh, irrelevant number, you know, if your truck was and too you know, high. And you know what, Clay? They did the ever since that guy, that cop got shot at Black Spring Break. It's been kind of they've been kind of they've been kind of they've always been tough, especially Gulfport. Maybe they're just tired of dealing with with tourists. Maybe. I can understand that, man. Yeah. From somebody that lives in a tourist area. Yeah, it, but it, but it, but but you it, moved it, to a tourist area knowing it was a tourist area. Yeah, but when it gets so overwhelming, you can't even go to the grocery store and it takes you an hour. Or you can't go across town because there's a wreck in the tunnel or something like that. 
Clay, he gets old, man. Hey, I, hey, I get it, but you know that's the price you pay to play the game when you live in those places. No, that's probably true too. Hey, All right, have brother. A good day, bud. You too. All right, let's take a break real quick. Come back. We got callers on hold. The text line's blowing up. Should temp laws be done away with? This is the Clay Edwards Show. That is the question of the day. We'll be right back. All right, welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. On the phone line, we have Mr. Jason Anderson with Lakeland Glass and Tent. So we'll just say this this is a segment brought to you by Lakeland Glass and Tent. Jason, what's up, brother? What's going on? How's everybody doing this morning? Man, we're doing good. Just uh, kind of rolling along here. Didn't plan on turning a couple segments into a tent, the tent show, but I got a little fired up about what I saw down there on the coast this weekend and the feedback I was getting from folks. And I didn't mention in the last segment, not only were they writing tickets for tent in parking lots, they were also using that to give people no seatbelt tickets while sitting in a parking lot. So, yeah, just, that, that seems a little over the top. I mean, you know me, dude. I'm a huge law enforcement supporter. I mean, I actually have a company where we build police cars. Yes. Um, so I have a ton of interaction with law enforcement, and I ask all of them what their take is on window tent. And I'll be honest, almost every single one of them tells me that they are not concerned with window tent in any fashion. Just most of the time they may use that as a a way to kind of get back at someone if they're not uh, being super nice or going out of their way or maybe they're a little questionable. But as far as tent laws are concerned, I I think they should totally be banned because in the same premise, the vehicle is an extension of your home, okay, by law. That's how they consider that. So what I do inside of my home, you can't see. I may have curtains, window tent, whatever that may be in my house to, to maintain privacy for myself. So when on the road, is window tent really a safety concern for law enforcement? I think not. Yeah, and I mean, that's the initial reason for the tent laws, correct? Is law enforcement yeah. safety? That's what I've always heard. So I just, I, I've, yeah. I've rolled with that and assumed that that's the actual reason for it. And if that's well, the reason, I just feel like somebody texted in on the Gunzinger text line and said, you know, it, law enforcement, and I don't like saying this about cops, but at the end of the day, law enforcement is taxpayer-funded. You know, the vehicle's paid for, so is that salary by taxpayers, whether people like that or not. Um, they should be able to see what's going on inside that car, unless it's a canine unit. I understand them why. But they should be able to have it, too, but so should we. You know, that's all I'm saying. Yep. If you can do it, yep. as can I. Yeah, and there's, so the tent law, the way that stands, there's only two ways to be exempt from tent law, and I'm talking strictly from Mississippi law. Um, so one is a government-owned vehicle. So that could be the guy that's cleaning up trash on the side of the road. That could be the governor's vehicle. That could be law enforcement. Any vehicle that is owned by a government entity is exempt from tent law. Any. Okay? The second way to do that is going to be considered to be medically exempt, which used to we had a prescription-based system. They don't do that anymore. Now it's based off of letters directly from a healthcare professional. And then that has to go to where you get your tag at the tax office, and you file that, and then you maintain a medical exemption. That's the only two ways in the state of Mississippi to be exempt from a tent law. So if I go get a, a letter from my doctor, and when I go get my tag, I give that to them to put in my file? That's correct. There's a there's a big old book, looks like an ancient Bible, sitting at, at all the tag offices that has all of them in there. And basically, every time you get a car, you go in there, they pull that exemption out, they read it, make sure that everything's okay, and then they'll issue you a, a little bitty pink slip that you leave on the dash of your vehicle that will exempt you from a tent law. That is ridiculous. Yes, yes. And the law, back to what the other guy was saying, 
so how how the law works for Kent, like, so say if you are from Florida, okay, and you come to Mississippi to this event, by law they are not supposed to be able to write you a ticket for window tint because your vehicle is governed by the state that you have that vehicle registered to. Now, can they write you a ticket? Sure, a cop can write you a ticket for anything. That doesn't make it a legal note, right? So just because you're from out of state and you get a tent ticket, that doesn't make it legal. Um, so there, that's the gray area that you work inside, and not all law enforcement knows that. They think because you're in their state, you go by their laws. That's not exactly how that works because that vehicle is titled to another state, so it is governed by that state's laws. Yeah, and, and just for full transparency, the people I know that got tickets were residents of Mississippi, but th- that would make sense because that's the people I talked to. Um, a- another buddy of mine, this is a little off subject, but another buddy of mine who we all know here, I won't say his name on radio, but he's got a, he's got a couple of big jacked up massive trucks. His parents were in the body shop business forever. Um, he got tickets for the underglow behind his wheels in the daytime. You know, it's just silly stuff like that at these car shows. Like, come on, man. Let these, these are custom vehicles. Let them do their thing. It is what it, it is. What it is. Jason, one more question about tent. Um, yep. Now, we, we know what's legal, what's illegal. It is not illegal for you to install 5% tent if somebody wants it, right? So in the state of Mississippi, it is not illegal for a shop or an installer to install any type of film. Um, for us, we, we let all of our customers know, here's the laws. We even give you a copy of the law. If you decide you want something beyond the law, we just have you sign a form that says that you knew what the law was, you're accepting all liability, and this is stuff is for off-road use. But there is no liability placed on the installer or the shop for window tent. That is solely on whoever's driving the vehicle at the time. So it, it could be your vehicle and your mom driving it, and she could get a ticket for it. Interesting. And also, just to clear up, am I, am I correct about the only three windows that they can write a ticket for is the front two driver, passenger, and the windshield? Okay, so we have basically two sets of laws. So trucks, SUVs, vans, all of those are lumped into one. Okay, so on those, the only windows that are legally metered are the driver and passenger front windows and of course the windshield in every vehicle um it's six inches or as1 line on your windshield nothing greater anything beyond that is considered illegal now cars like sedans things like that they're actually regulated by all the windows so all the windows in a car have to meter at 28 percent or higher to meet state law um Whereas SUVs, trucks, vans, things like that, it's only 28% or higher on the two front doors. So that's that's where a lot of people get it kind of confused. I did. I was I was I was half right. I was half right. Yep, that's right. And I hear that all the time. People are like, "Well, I'm just going to tint my two front windows in my Honda Accord legal, and I'm going to darken the rest of it out." I was like, "Well, that's actually considered illegal." So that's when we go over the spill of the law and show them what the law says. It is a little finicky, and it does have gray area in there. Um, for, I guess, a judge to determine how that all works out when it comes to full windshields because from an exemption standpoint, a full windshield, it doesn't actually say a full windshield is exempt. So that's kind of a little bit of a gray area too. Um, But I've never heard anyone with an exemption actually get a ticket for a full windshield either. This is all nonsense. Jason, thank you. If anybody needs their windows tinted, you can book it all online right there at lakelandglassintent.com and go see them and support them, man. They support us. We need to support them. Brother, thank you. Yeah, thank you so much. Absolutely. Y'all have a good one. If you have any questions, give me a call. I'll be glad to answer them in any way. 
All right, 601-946-1000. Lakeland Glass and Tent, where quality matters. Peace. Have a great day. Mm-hmm. Good stuff there, man. You just never know who's listening. Uh, we got a bunch of great guys that listen to this show. A uh, bunch of guys that do tent, a bunch of guys that do all kind of stuff. Jason, my boy, we go way back. He was listening, decided to call in, answer our questions there. Uh, let's read. We've got a couple minutes here before the break. Let's read a couple texts. We need to do away with these tent laws. I'm, I, I want to be on record. We need to do away with the tent laws. Unless somebody can realistically, realistically explain to me a reason why we shouldn't. And then, and then just at the end of that, the end of that where he says, there's different laws for trucks and SUVs versus sedans. Why? Why? <laughs> why are there different laws for trucks and SUVs versus sedans? I'm not asking for more laws. I'm just saying we should eliminate some of, these, some of this nonsense. Let's see here. Charlotte says on the Guns and Gear text line, that's pretty much, oh, never mind. That was old text. Dagwood says, how many shootings, drive-bys, et cetera, did they have at Scraping the Coast? None, to my knowledge. Uh, unknown texter. They should do away with tent laws. I can understand they're stopping someone for running a stop sign or red light. That's probable cause. Tent laws are just ridiculous. Agreed. Ready, Teddy. If your vehicle is really an extension of your home, then there should be no tent law. Agreed. Carl Ray on the Guns and Gear text line. Yeah, no reason for cops to have it, and my taxpayers shouldn't. No reason for cops to have it, and the taxpayers not be able to. The city police use these laws to make money for the city, and when you have that, the city usually is broke anyway. John says, while they're writing tent tickets, how many real crimes did they miss? Robbie says, take tent laws away. What about people to see out of these squatted? How do people see out of these squatted trucks anyway with the windshield all pointed up in the air? Ty says, I agree with that caller. Uh, it says cops go well beyond their legal ability to find reasons if you aren't basically. I can't read all that. Thank you, though, brother. All right, let's take a break. Come back. Close out the first hour. We got two full hours today. This is the Clay Edwards Show. Again, to the Clay Edwards Show. Hey, man, you may be wondering, what's for lunch today? Well, I'm glad you asked. Over at the Gathering Restaurant right there at the town of Livingston on the corner of Highway 463 and Highway 22 in Madison County, <coughs> the Blue Plate Special today is hamburger steak. You get two sides, cornbread, cornbread, and a drink. Hamburger steak, cornbread, two sides, and a drink. Of course, they got their menu items. I recommend the fried chicken. The, I like the white meat, personally. Uh, but some people like dark meat. They like it juicier. Neither here nor there. I ain't judging. Uh, try the Nashville hot. But if you don't, just get the regular. You will not be disappointed either way. That's from my Madison County folks out there looking for a good plate lunch today. In the second hour, I'll tell you all about the Rankin County place, the big salad. But uh, get out there to the Gathering Restaurant. Don't forget their midweek specials, Tuesday through Thursday, starting at 4.30. Two people can dine for 30 bucks. You can get it to there or to go. You get a... Uh, an app, one appetizer, and two entrees. That is the Gathering Restaurant at the town of Livingston. When we come back, we're going to, the show's going to keep rolling on. We're going to talk about the Pearl Carnival getting shut down. Also got some more of your text about the tent laws. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We'll be right back. Hey, right, we're back. It's hour two of the Clay Edwards Show. Here live on 103.9 FM, WYAB. I just got uh, a text message. It looks like today is going to be another three-hour Clay Edwards show 
Trapathon. <laughs> Shout out to my Jacksonian drug dealers out there. I'm kidding. It's going to be a Clay Edwards Show Marathon this morning. We're going to do, do doing it for three hours. Uh, unfortunately, Kelly with uh, Kelly's Green for our Grow Your No Show will not be able to make it today. She's had a, uh, an issue arise. So kind of last minute there. But hey, that's why we over-prepare for these shows. Believe it or not, I over-prepare. <laughs> you may question that on some days. But I do uh, do a lot of show prep. And I've got it for you today. So we're going to be here for three hours. I'll be here till 10 o'clock this morning. This segment is going to be brought to you by our good friends over at Gracie South Jiu-Jitsu and Kickboxing. Hey, look, man. Don't, uh, don't hesitate. To get your kids involved in kickboxing and jiu-jitsu. I mean, it's talking about just great bully prevention, great confidence builder, uh, great discipline builder. I mean, I could just go on and on and on. And uh, I was just sitting here, you know, one of the things that Andy Frasilla, the guy that uh, owns First Form and invented the 75 Hard program, talks about is discipline. Discipline, discipline. When the when motivation runs out, when you're new new year, new me, all that stuff, when you when you've lost that first twenty pounds and it starts getting a lot harder to lose weight, discipline has to take over. Cause you're gonna motivate there's gonna be days you're not motivated, but discipline takes over and jujitsu and kickboxing and going somewhere like Gracie South teaches you discipline at a young age and an old age as well. Get in there and roll with them every day. Uh, Hoist Gracie Black Belt, Chance Shepard uh, is one of the instructors over there. Can't speak highly enough of that guy. I've known him for 30 plus years. Grew up with him in South Jackson. He used to be one of these little uh, mini truck riding hellraisers I talk about. <laughs> he, parlayed, he parlayed that into being a, a Hoist Gracie Black Belt. That's awesome. Uh, so get over there, check him out. They also offer women's self-defense classes. Uh, and it taught in a no male intimidation atmosphere. That's just, it is what it is. Some people don't like that. I get it. You know, you just want to go and, you know, anyway, I don't have to explain it. Either you like it or you don't. But they got the kickboxing classes also. Good kickboxing aerobics type stuff. It's a great non-monotonous workout. You know, you want to lose some weight, you're tired of running on a treadmill. I mean, here's a secret. Running on a treadmill ain't how you lose weight anyway. That's a myth. The only thing you lose running on a treadmill is your booty. Don't lose your booty. Tighten it up. You know, do real do real workout. Do resistance training. Diet. That's how you lose weight. You do build your cardio up, but you also burn muscle. You know, anyway, I, I, I can go down a million rabbit holes. I'm definitely a do as I say, not as I do person. <laughs> but check them out, man. They got two locations to serve you. Gracie South Jiu-Jitsu and Kickboxing. They have their Madison location on Ridgecrest Drive. And they have their Pearl location right there in Fairmont Plaza in Pearl. All right, so speaking of Pearl, Mississippi, I go out of town for one weekend, and Jacksonian Democrats think they can just come over to Pearl, get to fighting, shooting a gun in the air, and acting a dang fool. I step away for one weekend, And y'all think this is acceptable behavior. One weekend. They're like, Clay, how do you know? How do you know it was somebody from Jackson? How do you know it was a Democrat? I don't. But I mean, if I was a betting man, 
If I was a betting man, I, I feel like it's a pretty safe bet. And if I'm wrong, I still say I'm right. You guys, I made a video about this. It's on my TikTok at Save Jackson. You guys have ruined Jackson. You've ruined the movie theaters in Jackson and surrounding areas. You've ruined bowling alleys in Jackson and the surrounding areas. You've ruined Jackson. It's a pile of dirt. Or as Johnny Cash and Trent Reznor would say, it's an empire of dirt. Why don't you stay and enjoy that? We have forfeited Jackson to Democrats. It's yours. It's yours. You're welcome to come over, shop, eat, play, and behave in the surrounding areas. You've ruined the fair, too. You ru- uh, the, the crawfish bowl? That was a, how cool was that, man? You ruined that. They didn't, they're not even having it this year. You know, I was coming back from the coast. My girlfriend rodeoed for years and years and years and years. Was heavily involved in that lifestyle. Quarter horse race, uh, quarter horse and barrel race, whatever. We passed by the Forest County Multipurpose Center coming back. And I'd asked her, I said, you ever been there for an event? I said, I went to a concert there one time, Battle of the Bands or something. She's like, yeah, she goes, that's where they've moved basically every function other than the Dixie Nationals from the state fairgrounds to there, the high school finals, all that stuff, because of all the vehicles getting stolen at the fairgrounds. Now, I know they've done a much better job. Andy Gibson has been a godsend for the fairgrounds. Him and his team and, of course, Capitol Police. Now, a lot of things have changed. It's sad to brag about this, but this past DC Nationals, they did not have one vehicle stolen. Not one. I I know that's a heck of a thing to have to hang your hat on, but sometimes you got to take your W's where you can get them. And that that was no short order to get that done. No small task. Andy Gibson, Mississippi Highway Patrol, Hines County Sheriff's Department and Capitol Police. I believe Hines County Sheriff's. They're usually involved down there, so I'm giving them credit whether they were actually there or not. I know my Capitol Police guys were. Hashtag jump out, boys. Hadn't talked about them in a while. They've done such a good job. Capitol Police has done such a good job that I had to change the name of my Facebook page from Save Jackson to Clay Edwards because I ran out of stuff to talk about until today. We actually have some things to talk about. There's been four homicides in 48 hours in Jackson. I tell y'all, they don't do warm weather well. I have something about the warm weather, it makes, it makes me mad too. But I have some self-control. It makes me mad too, and violent. But again, I do have some self-control. Jacksonians do not. You know, they need some discipline. They need some discipline. They need to try 75 hard. They need to go out to Gracie South, jiu-jitsu and kickboxing, and learn some discipline. <laughs> one, of my, one of my buddies at uh, Capitol Police just texted in and said, thank you for the shout-out. Hey, man. What do you think? I mean, I, I, I call a spade a spade. <laughs> Unknown texter text in on the Guns of Your Text line says, uh, says a behaving Democrat, what are you drinking? <laughs> 
Let's see. Uh, hey, hey. Also, hey, Sean, text me the location of Law Fit. Uh, you just did. Hey, this uh, this weekend Law Fit's going on. I'll tell you all about that. I, let me get all my information together during the break. Get out and support our our law enforcement guys with that. Oh, let's see here. Guns and Gear text line. Um, Roger had texted in, kind of going back to the window tent thing. He said, wouldn't the parking lot ticket writing be labeled as profiling? Man, you would think. You would think. I do want to clear up these older texts. You guys take the time to, te- to, to send them in. We got three hours today. I got a minute to read a couple texts. Um, unknown texture says, young people still love car culture. They're 18 to 30, just too broke to afford it. That's why they're squatted. They can only afford half the lift kit. I, you know, so I've, I, I used to always be in on that joke, too. And I know you're joking. The, the back part of the lift is the cheapest part. It, it, to the best of my knowledge, you can't order just the front part of the lift, I don't believe. I could be wrong there. But the front is the most expensive part. At the end of the day, you can put some lift blocks and some shackles on the back and lift the back. It's the cheapest part. If you can afford the multi-thousand-dollar front lift, you can swing the extra for the back. And they're spending five, six, seven thousand dollars on these these American Forge, these uh, American Force wheels, whatever these huge offsets. They're really, really expensive stuff. All right, uh, Stephen on the Guns and Gear text line. <clears throat> I got the exemption from my eye doctor, and cops hate it. <clears throat> you know, I've only been pulled over one time for my window tent. <laughs> it was the one time that I had legal tent. I got legal tent right now, actually. The guy that I bought my car from had it tinted legally, and I just haven't updated it. But the uh, I got pulled over in my Tacoma one time by Byron Police. In the read, I was on my way to lunch. I actually was had all four windows down in my truck, which it had. It it had illegal tint, but I had all four windows down. I actually got pulled over because he thought my whole windshield was tinted. He got his driver's license there, putting it up against the windshield, shining a light, trying to figure out if my windshield was illegally tinted. Finally, he came to the conclusion, the conclusion that it was not, and let me go. But I was just like, literally, dude, I'm, I'm pulling in the restaurant to eat, and you're here putting a, putting a driver's license and a flashlight on my windshield in the middle of the daytime. Anyway, uh, tent laws should definitely be done away with, and Democrats behaving badly should stay in Jackson. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We'll be right back on 103.9 FM, WYAB. Breaking rules when necessary. I only said it once so far today. That's how I feel about window tent laws. Sometimes you just got to break rules when necessary. This segment is going to be brought to you by Guns and Gear. They're open today. Get out there to Gluckstat. Check them out. Located right there on Highway 51. Of course, you can shop them online at gunsandgearms.com. 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Or just a, go by, see them in person. Let's see here. Let's see what uh, see what Fred's deal of the day is. Man, I saw what they had some ridiculously priced 9 millimeters the other day for like less than 100 bucks. Let's pull these up. I do not know if they are still fully available. You'll have to check with them. They got high point nine millimeter. They got two high point nine millimeters and two forty fives. Ninety nine ninety nine plus tax while they last. Not for all four guns. Each 
<laughs> four guns. These are the kind of deals. I'll tell you that whether these are available or not. These are the kind of deals you'll find out about when you follow Guns and Gear on Facebook. I, bro, I, I'm just going to tell you, 100 bucks. if it shoots, I want it. I want it. It's one I don't. It's one I can feel a little bit better about leaving in my car. You know, if I don't feel like having to tote multiple around. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. Check them out. Guns and Gear on Facebook page. Just like Guns and Roses. Just replace the roses with gear. <laughs> It'll pop up. They're also the home of No Limit Ammo. As well as they buy guns too. Man, you, you ready to upgrade? You got one that you don't like? Uh, maybe maybe one you inherited that's not your thing. You want to get rid of it? Sell it to them. You're in a bind. Whatever the case may be. I'm not here to judge. Take it to Guns of Gear. These are gun folks. They're going to take care of you. You know, they take trade-ins as well. You know, don't go to a pawn shop. Go to Guns and Gear. Sell stuff to the professionals of that thing. You know, this thing is guns. Sell them your gun. They also do Cerakoting, gunsmithing, and they have all the accessories your heart can desire. Go build the coolest gun you possibly want at Guns and Gear. They've always got some kind of sale or special going on. Uh, another one I saw the other day. <clears throat> this was um, a Radical brand AR-15, 200 rounds of Australian 223 ammo for only six sixty nine ninety nine if you're paying cash. So you get the AR-15 and 200 rounds of Australian 223 for six sixty nine ninety nine. And this is a cool-looking gun. This is not no out-of-the-box-looking AR-15. I mean, this has got – this one's built. It looks cool. That's all it's all about. you got to look cool. I like to look cool. Anyway, Guns and Gear, go check them out. All right, so uh, speaking of Guns and Gear, if you're going to be going to Jackson anytime soon, you're definitely going to want to have gone by Guns and Gear first. In the last 48 hours, or at least uh, at bedtime last night, about 1030, Jackson had had four homicides in the previous 48 hours, which brings the total for homicides this year up to 52. Uh, we, they, they had been slacking a little. They'd been slacking. They had a little dead. Frankly, they'd been behaving. Um, but let's see here. Two, uh, on June 26, 1.30 a.m., 22-year-old Myrick Price was shot was shot to death inside a home on Wainwright Avenue. Investigators say his body was laying in one of the doorways. A 23-year-old woman, see, he got set up by a woman. He got set up by a chick. A 23-year-old woman invited Price to her home after another, after another invited man didn't show up. He was, he was plan B, and he got killed. Gosh, dang. Some guys just don't have any luck. Says the two males got into a fight, and Price was shot in the chest and head, police say. The gunman left the scene. Gosh, dang. He was plan B and got killed when he got there. Man, don't. Guys, guys, go with your gut instinct. Go with your gut instinct. June 25th, 11 p.m., JPD found the body of a 39-year-old man who had been beat who had been, I'm sorry, who had been shot to death in a home on Sanford Street. His brother was also shot and rushed into surgery at the nearest hospital. <clears throat> June 24th, 8.29 a.m., 
Jackson police arrested Carlton Haynes, 57, for allegedly shooting and killing his cousin. The incident happened on West County Line Road. Haynes is accused of shooting 39-year-old Melvin McNair on the left side of the face after the two got into a physical and verbal altercation. I think this is the one, too, where um, the guy got set on fire afterwards. That that I, I have a screenshot saying that one of these people that got killed got set on fire, too. I'm not sure the order of which happened first, being set on fire or being shot or being shot then set on fire. But one of them was both. Then, June 23rd, 4.30 p.m., Jackson police respond to a shooting on Watkins Drive near I-220 that left one man dead and another injured. Officials say 26-year-old Jazeel Jones and a 23-year-old male were inside a vehicle when someone approached the vehicle and began firing. JPD says Jones was shot multiple times and 23-year-old was shot once. The victims were transported to a local hospital to be treated for their injuries. Unfortunately, Jones died from his injuries. The 23-year-old's condition is not known at this time. Interim Police Chief Joseph Wade spoke passionately about these separate shootings around 2.30 p.m. Monday. He says he plans to coordinate with law enforcement agencies at multiple government levels to create crime-fighting strategies for the city. Man, everything I hear about this guy is really good. This Joseph Wade, the guys, the the, the boots-on-ground officers, love him. Here's the problem. Let me rain on y'all's parade here. The mayor... His boss is still a cop-hating, anti-American, free-to-land idiot who hates police. So as long as you have that going on, he's not going to be allowed to do a good job. Let's, uh, let's listen to this story here on WLBT real quick. Uh, this is, I have to close out my Facebook, getting blowed up there. Let's do that. All right. So this is the mayor of Jackson. He's the interim. I'm sorry. Multiple things open on my screen here. This is the interim police chief of Jackson. uh, Says the killing in the capital city will not be the norm. Is he from here? He must not be from here. This is definitely the norm. This is on WLBT. Four homicides in four days. That's what many of you living here in Jackson have been talking about as police continue to investigate killings. The interim police chief is making a plea for the violence to stop. Our Quentin Smith is here with more information now. Quentin? Yeah, Howard, these homicides are weighing heavy on a lot of people living here in Jackson. And it's not just residents, but also investigators who are working these scenes. Interim Police Chief Joseph Wade says killings will not be the norm here in Jackson. And he says it's going to take everyone, the community and law enforcement, working together to put an end to what he calls senseless violence. It's very concerning to me that we've accepted this as being the norm. It's not the norm. It will never be the norm. Jackson's interim police chief, Joseph Wade, not holding back on the troubling trend of people shooting and killing one another in the capital city. This is not a lawless city. This is not a lawless society. And we will not tolerate that. Within a span of just four days, four people were... Now, it is a lawless city. And it is has been a lawless society. 
until Capitol Police came along. Again, no knock at this guy, but I know who his boss is. Were killed in Jackson. On Friday, June 23rd, 26-year-old Jazeel Jones was shot and killed on Watkins Drive near Interstate 220. On Saturday, June 24th, Melvin McNair was shot and killed on West County Line Road. Sunday, two brothers were shot on Sanford Street. One of them died. Then, on Monday, 22-year-old Myreek Price was shot and killed on Wainwright Avenue. Yellow crime tape still lying in the street from that scene. Police say Price was there visiting a female acquaintance when another man showed up. Neighbors say it was at this home. According to investigators, the two men got into a fight. The gunman then shot Price in the chest and in the head. Whatever the situation was, it did not have to end with someone losing their life. You can have a disagreement and we can move on from that. But taking this young man's life, I'm understanding he was 22 years old. 22. My son is 22. He's still in college. Life has not even started yet. Of the four homicides, only one arrest has been made. Carlton Haynes is being charged with killing McNair. The two men were cousins. You have family, friends, and loved ones killing family, friends, and loved ones. How do you navigate that? Wade says he saw McNair at a picnic just hours before the 58-year-old was shot and killed. He was a good man. I just saw this man Saturday. I just shook this man's hand. Someone sent me a picture. He was right behind me in a group picture that we just took. So it hurts when someone, you just talk to him that day. They get a phone call that night that this person is gone. It hurts when I get that phone call every night. But we've got to do better, Jackson. We can do better. We will do better. All right. I mean, look, I like the guy. He says all the right things. Again, if he tries to do the right things, he's going he gonna to be pushing papers down in the basement somewhere. Chalkway is not going to stand for somebody trying to do the right thing. It, it, that, that ain't how the city of Jackson works now. This is not traditional, normal uh shenanigans uh, rule of government going on here this is complete chaos for the benefit of them getting government grants and screaming racism and being able to mask all of their own faults as being racist upon being oppressed he's not going to be allowed to do a good job they need the body count in the hundreds they need that they can continue to cry and continue to get government grants and all the other nonsense they got going on. Let's take a break. Come back. We've got a bunch more stuff to talk about today. The phone lines are wide open. 601-879-0002. The Guns and Gear text line. 769-241-1944. This is the Clay Edwards Show. The King Kong. The Morning Talk. The most incendiary show on the radio. Right here on 103.9 FM, W-Y-A-B. Clay Edwards' show. This segment is going to be brought to you by our friends out at the Big Salad. That's what's for lunch today in Rankin County. Right, located right there in Dogwood on Market Street in Flowood. That's right. Get out there. Hey, if you collect 250 points in their reward program, you get a free soup. I like free soup. They got great soups, actually. They got some of our favorites. I know these because every time I would go to... Uh, Nukes or McAllister's with you guys over the years. These are the soups that you ordered. 
Uh, my mom in particular, that's who I'm talking to here. Uh, they got broccoli cheddar, cactus chili, and loaded baked potato. I love broccoli cheddar and loaded baked potato. I don't. I haven't tried their cactus chili. It looks good. It's a little hot for anything chili. Chili in 100-degree weather just don't go well together. But they have some other things that do go well with 100-degree weather, and that's their salads. It's in their name. They're so good at it, they put it in the name. Try the bravocado, the chicken Caesar, the club, the cob, the Mediterranean, the miso sesame, the seaside, the southwest chicken, the strawberry apple. And, of course, they got some sandwiches, too. Uh, some cold cuts there. They got three or four different, five, six different, seven, eight. I'm just counting as I go here. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight different sandwiches to choose from. They all look really good. You can check the menu out right there at thebigsalad.com. You can also order online. And, hey, you, you want something a little bit lighter? They got smoothies as well. So that's it. That's what's for lunch in Rankin County today, the big salad. All right, let's read a few text messages here on the Guns and Gear text line all right i want to say something because it made the news and i was hesitant about talking about it people are texting about it yeah look i I, i've seen the news about jason over at generator power solutions being arrested and obviously he used to be a big sponsor here on the show and i hate that if that's true that sucks if it's not true (laughs) it sucks for him um you know, you can go out there. Uh, Therese has got a good report on it at darkhorsepressnow.com. And, uh, you know, I, I'll be honest. I try to avoid business stuff, whether it used to be a sponsor or not. I try to avoid talking about that kind of stuff until it's worked its way through the courts. Because a lot of times there's he said, she said stuff when it comes to finances and deposits and this, that, and the other. Uh, it's a bad look. It doesn't look good for him. But, um, <clears throat> you know, I can only judge people the way they've treated me. Guy always treated me good. Uh, I hope it's not true. I hope it's a misunderstanding. If it's not, he'll have to. He'll have to he did the crime. He'll have to do the time. You know, he'll have to pay back his debt to society. Uh, that'll be up for the 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 courts to to work their way through. We'll see how it all works out for him. Again, you know, if he, if he did it, if he did what he's accused of, it sucks for him. It sucks for the people that got screwed out of their money, and you know, it, it ain't gonna be good for him uh, in Rankin County. I read the reports, and it's very unfortunate. All right, that should clear up those text messages. A few of you have asked about that, so I just figured I would knock that out there in one one fell swoop. Let's see here, concerning text messages. Hunter over at Guns and Gear let me know those high points sold out in about five minutes. But that's why you need to follow Guns and Gear on Facebook. When they post that kind of stuff, you'll be the first to know. Get over there and get them. Uh, follow him on Facebook. Uh, Teddy says four homicides and only one arrest. Twenty five percent is not a good percentage on solving murders. No, it's not. No, it's not. Some of these texts I can't read, y'all. Uh, unknown texture says no squat for me. Oh yeah, this is a good looking truck here. Oh yeah, I know who this is. That's a really good looking truck. Uh, <clears throat> Kevin says just curious. Growing up in Jackson. Did you ever go to the Boys and Girls Club by Sykes Park? Had some good times there in the late 80s. No, Kevin, I ended up, I always went to the Y over off of uh, the, the Y over by Wingfield on a, a fly, was it Flowers Drive right off Raymond Road? The Southwest Y? That's where I spent all my time. All right, unknown texture. 
I think I know who this is. He says, wouldn't that mean that the cop hater hired or promoted the interim chief? I'm like, yeah. So he can pull the strings and control him like a puppy, like a puppet. His follow-up text was, if that's the case, why would he let him even do a press conference talking about this? Shouldn't be the norm. Instead, shouldn't be the uh, espousing the, shouldn't he be espousing the same rhetoric? No, I think he's got to have him up there saying the right things, but I don't think he's going to be allowed to do the right things. And he may very well have told him he's going to do the right things. This mayor hates police. He wants to be one, but in the meantime, he hates them. I don't think I'm making that up. I don't think... I think you can look at the the attrition over there. You can look at the police being arrested. Look at what they did to Anthony Fox. Let's talk about the numerous times. I want to I want to preface this with uh, allegedly, but I, but I've got it from some firsthand reports from JPD. They'll pull people over. They got dope on them. They call the mayor. They're told to let them go. Now. Should they let them go? No. They should tell the mayor to kick rocks. But everybody's got to make whatever decision is best for them and their families. So, yeah. So, I'm speaking from a place. I've made my mind up. We'll just say that. Prove me wrong. I would love to be wrong about this. I would love to be wrong. I would love for Chalkway to be a most back-the-blue, cop-loving mayor in America. But he ain't. Uh, Lost Sheep, maybe I missed it, but I'm sure the Pearl Carnival was shut down because of Jackson Riffraff coming over to Pearl and doing Jackson stuff. That's it. Well, <clears throat> it's unconfirmed, but we feel pretty confident. We're calling it for Jackson. <laughs> Just like on election night, we're calling it for Jackson. <laughs> the early tallies are in. The exit polling says Jackson. <laughs> Uh, Ryan chimed in on our Clay Edwards Show Facebook group after he called this morning. And uh, we were talking about handicapped parking places and stuff. And Ryan says he fully expects there to be special LGBTQ parking places here soon. And I, you know what? I had, my, my brain don't even like going places like that. But I believe Ryan may be correct. I believe LGBTQ special parking places are probably forthcoming because, of course, everything's a threat to them and they're in danger everywhere they go. So they're going to need closer parking places to keep them away from bigots. They're just here for your children. Just leave them alone, guys. They're just here for your children. I mean, they just want to run up in Walmart or Fred's or wherever else. They just want to grab your children and get on about their business. They need special parking for that, allegedly. We're here. We're queer. We're coming for your children. What what, what, what are you going to do with my children? What do you think you're going to do with them? I want to circle back to this for a second. Let me... uh, let me go to a clip I've got here. This, you, they keep saying they're not coming for your children. Now, if you missed Friday's show, and I can assure you the media has done all they can to try to bury the story here. This happened in Boston over the uh, last week. Buckle up. Buckle up. And if you have kids in the car, this is a news story, but it's gross. 
Buckle up. They're coming for your kids. When they got here, they discovered someone had died and also found that several people were hiding children in a back room. Tonight, four children less than 10 years old are in DCF custody after authorities and public officials say they were found in an apartment with six cross-dressing men, sex toys, drugs, and alcohol. Firefighters discovered them after one of those adults died at the apartment. It was obviously sickening you know, to, to hear from those that were there at the scene describing what they saw. Um, and the actions of the adults that were in the room. City, the apartment was in extreme unsanitary conditions. All adult parties were being uncooperative and denied having children in the apartment. Drugs, alcohol, drug paraphernalia, sex toys, etc. Uh, and so they were concerned. They had reached out to me just to make sure that it didn't get swept under the rug. The governor says DCF is now involved in investigating. Just heartbreaking. Terrible situation. DCF has taken those children into its care and, and custody right now. When they got here, they-, they probably picked those kids up at a pride parade, if I had to guess. We're here. We're queer. We're coming for your children. Let's see if we can find that sound bite. You know, that, that we're here. I'm typing this into Twitter as we speak here. We're here. We're queer we're coming for your children I'm using proper uh, grammar here we're coming for your children let's see what pops up ah here we go One more again. Now, you know, I'm going to retweet this. And if y'all want to see it, you can see it with your own eyes. They don't want us talking about this. My Twitter is at SaveJXN. I just retweeted it. Y'all already know the name of today's podcast is going to be We're Here, We're Queer, We're Coming for Your Children. They can say whatever. And again, I always say this. I know there's some good gay folks out there that don't agree with this. I'm going to need you to start stepping up and publicly saying you don't agree with this. This is the Clay Edwards show. I don't agree with this. I will make this my hill to die on. Clay Edwards does not agree with this. I'm not here to be your friend. I'm not here to be your ally. I am your enemy. If this is your intentions. If this is your intentions, I am your enemy. I am an enemy of the state. Put me on your government watch list. All that stuff. I'm an enemy. If this is your intentions, we'll be right back after this break on 103.9 FM WYAB. All right, welcome back in to the Clay Edwards Show. Hey, if you guys need to get your hair cut this week, get out there to Patina Hair Studio in Ridgeland, Mississippi. Get a hairstyle that you can replicate at home. 
and get a hairstyle, you only got to get cut once a month right there in Ridgeland at Patina Hair Studio. You can book your appointments online, but hey, walk-ins are welcome. They do full colors, full cuts, extensions, the whole nine yards, guys, girls. They got the shampoo stations with the massage chairs that go from shoulder to feet. They also do manicures and pedicures. Follow them on Facebook, Patina Hair Studio, or again, the website, patinahairstudio.com. Let's take a call to close out the second hour of the show here. Hey, brother, you got about a minute and a half. Well, they're here, they're queer, and they're coming for their children, our children. They have always been coming after our children. What's that What's that saying, Molan Labe? <laughs> Come and take it. <laughs> I mean, they have always, that was always their intention. When this whole thing started, they were kind of like libertarian, live and let live, let us do our thing, stop, you know. But then as they've gotten, quote, their ability to do their own thing, now they want to come after somebody else's thing. Yep. You know, and, and and if you look at tyrants in the past, from Hitler to Stalin all the way back, they always come for your children. I mean, they've got to get your children. They have to you. They have to get their mind, their mentality, their psychology, their their worldview to shape the next generation. It's what Hitler did. He came for the exactly. children. Exactly. I mean, they, they, they're, they're telling us what they're doing. Believe crazy people when they tell you, hey, brother, I got to go, man. Thank you. Great call. Yeah, thank you. Mm-hmm. Hey, there will not be a third hour today. We're going to plug in a uh, we're going to plug in a, a, a previous Grow Your No episode. So this is going to be it for me today. I appreciate everybody. But look, they are coming for your children. If you if you're late tuning in, let's let them believe crazy people when they talk. <laughs> I wish you would. I, w- I wish you would. Fa and you gone foe. This has been the Clay Edwards Show. I'll be back here tomorrow with Sean Yurkaran. We'll ask him his thoughts on this. We're also going to talk about the, uh, the Russian coup that was not, as well as some more stuff that I know he's interested in, as well as myself. I want to get into the Hunter Biden stuff. I was planning on talking about that today, but just th- this took over. This is the Clay Edwards Show. See you tomorrow. I hope you enjoyed this clip of today's Clay Edwards show. You can tune in live every Monday through Friday, 7 to 9 a.m. on 103.9 FM, WYAB in Central Mississippi. You can stream it worldwide and live at WYAB.com, the TuneIn app, or Alexa. Just search WYAB. And, of course, you're listening now on a podcast, so you can just hit subscribe where you're at. We update daily right here on the Clay Edwards Show, and check out all things Clay Edwards at clayedwardsshow.com for shirts and more. Peace.